This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 16th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Given America's toxic embrace in Pakistan, how should an Obama administration approach the region? And just how vital is our mission in Afghanistan to national security? And why does Obama insist upon a surge strategy there? Cato Institute foreign policy analyst Malou Innocent says the United States must navigate between making the mistake of abandoning the region, as we did in the 80s and 90s, and making the mistake of staying committed to a war that no longer enhances American security. Since he clinched the presidency, Barack Obama has said very little about foreign policy in general. And it's not too surprising since it seems that the economy will be the major preoccupation of the incoming administration, at least for the next several months. Um, so what we can go off of is are his campaign pledges for the region. And I think most of us remember uh, his pledge to uh, hunt down al-Qaeda and Taliban hunting in the hills between Afghanistan and Pakistan. And logistically speaking, he's moving exactly in that direction. Uh, just this week, the Washington Post reported that uh, Barack Obama intends to uh, increase the number of troops in Afghanistan between 20 to 30,000. That would augment the 50,000 U.S. and NATO troops already already presently deployed. Essentially, this rests on the assumption that everything in Iraq will go swimmingly, because the assumption is that he'll be able to, within 16 months of his administration, and he has some wiggle room with that, but to withdraw uh, U.S. combat forces within 16 months and then possibly leave, uh, according to some estimates, as much as 60,000 in Iraq behind for Iraqi security forces, making sure the region doesn't descend into genocide and chaos. And at least in theory, that that cut would free up troops for Afghanistan. So again, it depends on a lot of things, but I think you do make an interesting point in the sense, who does he have around him? And luckily, at least, he has two critical holdovers from the Bush administration, Secretary of Defense Robert Gates, and of course, uh, Chief of Central Command David Gen- uh, General David Petraeus, who oversaw uh, the the tactical gains of the troop surge within Iraq. And there's a obviously the consensus in Washington is that those two people guiding Obama's policies can bring those same strategies and success to the Afghan battlefield. Aside from that, what should the Obama administration be thinking about to, uh, if not improve our relationship uh, in Pakistan and Afghanistan to shrink it? Yeah, well, the critical thing we must realize with Afghanistan is that we should take the country as it is rather than what we want it to be. Um, Nine-tenths of the population live outside of cities and and towns. Uh, It's always had a very weak sense of national unity. Um, So what we should be doing, what the coalition should be doing, is to rely more on the tribal networks that are based within Afghanistan. This would essentially be coalition forces working in coordination with the Afghan government to provide the tribal councils with greater autonomy in the running of their local affairs, uh, more economic inducements, and in exchange, um, encouraging these the tribal councils to uh, recruit men for the local Afghan security forces and also to uh, turn in rather than to shelter insurgents. And essentially, we need to do what we what I would recommend the Obama administration do is to um, begin looking away from focusing more on the national institutions, the Afghan army, the central state governed from Kabul, and focus more on improving security on the district and provincial level, given the history of warlordism, given the tapestry of, of, of tribes that, that weave this sort of complex fabric of, of tribal society there. And really, that's the critical starting point. Infusing troops does very little if you don't have a strategy behind it. And with that said, I think that the uh, the Pashtun and Balochi areas of Pakistan that act as these 
de facto sanctuaries for al-Qaeda and the Taliban. If those sanctuaries didn't exist, the character of the war in Afghanistan would be dramatically different. And so in the short term, what the United States and, uh, and Pakistan can do possibly is to increase the number of uh, uh, patrols they have along the border region to make sure that there's they can limit cross-border infiltration by these militants. But a longer-term solution would obviously be uh, a diplomatic surge within the region, especially between Pakistan and India, given the uh, increased uh, uh, bouts of uh, proxy attacks that have been escalating over the past year or so. Um, any long-term commitment to the region would have to be diplomatic between Islamabad and New Delhi. Is there a conflict between what Obama has said in terms of beefing up the numbers of troops in uh, Afghanistan and hunting down uh, al-Qaeda and other elements in the, in those other regions? Because that sounds like a lighter mission, and uh, he's wanting a heavier mission. Does a, a troop surge in Afghanistan threaten this other effort to go into the uh, tribal areas? Well, it's the troop surge, so to speak. Um, we have to kind of, you know, disentangle what we mean when we say surge, because surge, I think, has a, a is really conflated with the Iraq War. But we should consider Afghanistan in its own right. Um, it's one and a half times the size of Iraq. Um, it's more of a rural war than an urban war, the way that Iraq was. Um, again, also the sense of national unity is much weaker in Afghanistan versus the iron fist dictatorship of Saddam Hussein. Um, so. Essentially, the infusion of troops is meant to uh, stop the progression of the Taliban insurgency, mostly in the southern and eastern portions of the country. Um, any sort of a, uh, attacks against, you know, al-Qaeda or the Taliban are trying to go after the senior leadership. I mean, that would be U.S. special operations forces. That wouldn't be any sort of huge combat presence of, you know, army officials. Uh, also, I think it would uh, behoove us to listen more to what the Pakistanis are saying on their intelligence, uh, especially given the fact that uh, Quetta, the capital of Balochistan province, is considered to be the main operational headquarters of the original Afghan Taliban under Mullah Omar. So this is something we're not going to go into, into a, a Pakistani city and invade it. I mean, we have to talk with the Pakistanis, uh, both military and civilian leaders, if we really hope to get the senior leadership of the Taliban and al-Qaeda. In the late 1980s, the U.S. essentially walked away from the potential to have a relationship with uh, in that region with uh, Afghanistan and, uh, and Pakistan. What should be the long-term uh, end goal for the Obama administration in trying to, you know, keep eyeballs there but not um, be entangled? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a good question. I think it also gets back to the to this sort of relevancy argument. How relevant is the Afghan mission to America's critical strategic interests? And I think that uh, my colleagues Chris Preble and Justin Logan, as they argue in their many pieces that they've written on nation building, in the sense that we keep conflating a threat with building with rebuilding a country that that uh, has this threat emanating from their borders. Um, we don't know why this was conflated. I think it's the idea that well, terrorism breeds in pockets of poverty and instability. And they even argue, they even concede this point. They say Afghanistan in the 1990s was possibly the only example of a threat emanating from a failed state. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to rebuild the country. In fact, for Afghanistan, it wouldn't even be rebuilt. It would be build. It wouldn't be rebuilding a lot of these things. Um, on top of that, um, 
there's a question as far as given the preoccupation with the economy and the stimulus packages and the bailouts, what will be our long-term commitment for this region? Will the U.S. and NATO electorates want to build this country? And given that here at the Cato Institute, we feel that the United States is a constitution-based federal republic, not an empire, um, basing troops in this country for possibly decades in order to build it uh, would definitely undermine our long-term interests for our economic prosperity and for our security. Malou Innocent is a foreign policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Read more of her work at Cato.org.